Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 10, Episode 18. This is Writing Excuses. Build an entire world? Are you crazy? 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. Oh, <laughs> crap. Oh, I'm still Dan. <laughs> oh, man. I know who I am. Every time you pause, I feel like I, I have know, to fill that I space. I know, I know. We changed it around for those who are listening and confused why we have so much trouble. We did it for one way for many years, but then people are getting Dan and Howard mixed up because we do our tagline in a different order than now our they're name. Gonna now they're going to get Howard and Mary If you must know what happened, it's when I said 15 minutes long. You had just said, build a new world. Are you crazy? And I thought... Oh my gosh, Dan needs to say something about building a world in 15 minutes. And then he didn't, and I was, I was sad. We've missed the chance for a joke. It's all your fault, Dan. I know. You blew it for me. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, okay, world building. We're talking about world building. Um, 
Now, we are want we? to remind you that we intentionally, or point out, hang a lantern on the fact that we intentionally had you start writing your story before we started you world building. This is because a lot of writers, you know, new writers, do it the opposite way around. They will start doing their world building, and they get overwhelmed by the, either the amount they have to do or the amount they think they have to do, and never get around to writing their story. In fact, we did a podcast, it was a few years back now, uh, to targeted at one of my friends who'd been world-building his story for a decade and had never started writing. And we called it, you know, Notes to My Friend, um, yeah. a podcast for him. We don't want you to be overwhelmed by this. Um, and specifically, we'll be talking about world-building, but for these next couple of episodes, we'll be talking about them in service of your story. It's not just world-building, it's how to world-build for your story. Yeah, you're not just creating a world in order to create a world, unless mm -hmm. I guess that's what you want to do, but we're talking about telling stories. You're creating a world in which a fascinating story can take place. Right, so how do you do this? Let me, let me give you an example. We're, we're, we're recording here in Chicago, and uh, you know, just the other day, Mary, you were telling us about uh, you know, the, the alderman and graft, and the whole idea of Chicago politics and graft. If you're writing a story about Chicago politics and graft, mm -hmm. the fact that there is a wonderful, was it a Cuban grocery, mm -hmm. just down the road from Mary's house? Well, that's part of the world that we're currently living in. But unless the story takes us there, that's probably not something that needs to be described. I mean, it's really neat, and it's got all the sensory stuff going on, but it's not directly in service of this political story you want to tell. Uh, there are lots of things that are in the schlock mercenary universe that, in the back of my head, I know they exist. I know they're there, but... I don't write them down because I don't have time to write them down. I'm too busy writing the story. If I need them, if they show up in the story, well, then I've got to write about them and I've got to fit them in. Yeah, with this podcast, we'd like to, today, help you identify the places that you want to expend your world-building effort. Um, and specifically, we want you to try to let your story drive where you expend your effort world building. Now, you are going to have to put effort into this. Uh, world building does take work, but you know, it's awesome. It's the reason that we're reading science fiction and fantasy rather than other genres. It's the reason we're writing it. That said, as I often say, character comes before world building. Um, a fantastic story with great characters but terrible world building is still going to be a book you want to read. But a book with all this world building, no character, no plot, that's an encyclopedia. Yeah. The... Uh I guess the operating principle here is that rather than rather than info dumping, yeah, uh, you want to use the story, yes, the plot to tell us the things, to to describe the world to us. Now, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about strategies for doing this on the page. Right now, we're kind of talking about the idea of world building, yeah, um, whole, how you concept. go about it, yeah. how the concept. So let's talk about our strategies. Do you use a separate file for your world building? Um, how do you do, you do? How much of it do you actually do ahead of time? How much do you do it on the fly? I do a mix. Mm -hmm. um, so I usually have something. I'll do some brainstorming, and mostly what I'm looking at is, you know, what. Usually, when I'm doing my world building, there's mm -hmm. there's some particular idea that I'm really excited about. Right. You know, like a uh, uh, tidally locked moon. Yeah, yeah. Your G whiz. My G whiz mm -hmm. idea. And so I will look at how that affects, how society would be affected by that. Mm -hmm. um, 
and, and particularly from the point of view of my character, but the, the questions that I specifically ask about the G-Wiz idea is, how does this G-Wiz idea affect the highest level of the economy, mm-hmm. the lowest level of the economy, how does it get misused? And when I say like the lowest level of the economy and how does it get misused, I'm like, does this cause a black market? Mm. Um, right. You know, is you know, are, do we have uh, social societal rep- dep- repression because of this? What what are the what are the things that happen because of this thing? The other thing that, that I look at is, particularly if it's a, a geographically based GWIZ idea, I look at how it affects the areas that are not there. Right, right, right. Uh, very good points. Um, Dan, you tend to discover write your stories. Mm-hmm. So you tend to not have your world building done ahead of time and put it in as you need it, I would assume. Well, I do a mix of both. Um, and as we were preparing for this, I, I was trying to think, which do I do first? I, I, I they, they play back and forth across yeah. each other constantly. Um, the cyberpunk series that I have coming out later this year is a good example. I, I sat down and I thought, you know, this is the kind of story I want to tell. You know, therefore, I'm going to need these kind of technologies mm. and, uh, you know, these kind of technological companies. I wanted to make sure to constantly be name dropping my imaginary brands and things like that just to, right. to build the, the character because that's the kind of person she is. But at the same time, as I went through the world and said, well, if this technology exists, this other one probably also exists. Okay, well, then that's going to inform the story back again. Uh, doing that on the fly is hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's what revision is for. Yes, that's why I constantly think that you're crazy as a writer, because I'm, I'm more of an outliner. I have my, my settings all done ahead of time. But... I'm a working writer, meaning I don't have 20 years, as uh, Howard referenced Tolkien on a previous podcast, to get everything pre-written. Um, I want to be releasing two books a year if I can. Um, and so for me, I, I'll have a few months, if I'm lucky, to do my world building ahead of time. And so I have to focus. I have to say, okay, what, where am I going to expend that energy? And I usually let the characters do the driving. Now, once in a while, usually I'll have a gee whiz. I'll be like, all right. There's a gee whiz for this world. It's a, a world where a hurricane, you know, a magical hurricane tears across the land every couple of days or something like that. Um, and I will start populating that world. Then I'll focus down on character and say, okay, what does this character have experience with? What does this character know about? This character doesn't know the history of, uh, of their world. You know, this character knows that he's locked in a prison and he's trying to deal with, the, you know, this battlefield that he was part of. So I'll need to know what they're fighting over and why they're fighting over it and things like that. And I will spend my time building a document that's, you know, a, um, a couple paragraphs here, a couple paragraphs there about why they're fighting or what they're fighting over, what's di- distinctive about their combat and these sorts of things that I can use then to write that character's viewpoint. A great example of this from the Schlock Mercenary universe uh, from my own work is the 70 maxims of maximally effective pirates mm-hmm. uh, or maximally effective mercenaries. Sorry, there's, uh, there, we know that there's 70 of them. It's right there in the title. Mm-hmm. I haven't written 70 of them. No. Uh, mm-hmm. it, as needed, I will assign a number permanently to a maxim. And when I assign that number, I go to... Uh, I, I go to the the wiki that right. has these canonically listed, and I lock that in um, because, or at, you know, at some point, th- 
this piece of world building is going to be very prof very profitable for me. Uh, <laughs> but, because, I mean, schlock and mercenary, which of those words said otherwise? Mm. Uh, but, uh, but people ask time and again, you know, when are you going to, when are you going to tell us what all 70 maxims are? You've mm -hmm. got them all already, don't you? No. no. I'm yeah. building them as I need them but, but, in support of the story. But, but that's one of the great things to do about world building, which is if you look like you know everything, right. people will assume that you do. Mm -hmm. You know, like the brands of technology that I mentioned. I have five or six companies for every mm -hmm. major technological group in my world. I don't know what they do or where they are or anything <laughs> about them, but I can mention, oh, you've got that computer from X. Um, people are all crazy. And people are like, wow, that's great. No, I do this too. I absolutely do this. Um, there, you, there's no way you can think of everything. Yeah. There's no way at all. Um, I often, in fact, I just taught a lesson to my students last week in my university course where I was talking about the iceberg theory, where I'd, I'd heard before I became you know, a professional writer, this idea about the iceberg, where the only the tip is showing and the author needs to know everything that's underneath and there's like 10 times as much under the water. Um, and I heard these authors pontificating this, about this in the panel. You know what? That's not really true. Yeah, I, I actually have a puppetry metaphor here. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so you only see the outside of the puppet. Uh-huh. And I know puppeteers who have painstakingly created that puppet and, and it moves beautifully, mm -hmm. the framework's great, and then they, they build correct underwear for it and mm. undergarments for it, and they put it all together and they put it on and the puppet can't move because it's bound up by all of the stuff. <laughs> and what they've done is they've got this beautiful piece of art, but it doesn't do what they were intending. And a lot of times what happens, I think, when people focus on the world building mm -hmm. before they focus on the story right. is that they feel like they are locked in because they've put the work in and they've put the effort in. Right. But sometimes you just need to take the underpants off the puppet. You know, and I will say, I, I like by that advice. <laughs> I, I'm scared by that, but <laughs> sorry. I do like the iceberg metaphor in what we'll be talking about in, in, a, in an upcoming episode, where we talk about not, you know, overwhelming right. the reader with too much based on what the stuff. reader sees, based yeah. on mm -hmm. what the reader sees. Um, but really, the truth is, you need to give the illusion that you know the rest of the ice, mm -hmm. um, the iceberg underneath. And in some cases, you will have a big chunk of that iceberg, but. For a lot of things, you won't have this, you know, what Dan was saying, you know, all of the, the different companies done ahead of time. Or you won't have, you'll have some of the iceberg, yeah. but you don't need to have it for everything. Yeah, this is also, this is, even though we're talking about creating a world, all of this advice also mm -hmm. applies if you were doing something that is historically or real world based. Yes. In terms yeah. of the amount of research you do. Mm -hmm. You only need to do enough research to answer the questions the big questions. You need to do your big world building before you start. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company, serving collectors since 1945. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. 
It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're going to pause now for our book of the week. And this is, uh, this is one that I'm reading right now. It is Storm Dancer by Jay Kristoff. Uh, it is read by Jennifer Ikeda. And it is a fascinating world-building book because it is uh, you know, a big kind of epic fantasy that is also a steampunk that is also based entirely on uh, Asian culture rather than medieval European culture. And uh, so it takes all these different elements, combines them in a very new way. You know, it, it is not authentic Asian culture, you know, in the same way that the Shannara books are not authentic Europe. But uh, very interesting, very fun to read. Uh, I recommend it very highly. You can get it from audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, which will give you a 30-day free trial. And you can get download Storm Dancer for free. Excellent. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the research side of world building, which was just briefly mentioned um, by one of you before. How much research do you do? How much research do you need to do in order to get across this world building that you want to do? So I want to talk about, I'm glad you you brought that up, because one of the things that I wanted to talk about with world building, uh, and the steampunk actually ties in very nicely, is that frequently what people will do is they'll take something from the real world and file the serial numbers off. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a lot of times this is culture, and and this can lead to something called cultural appropriation. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I think when you're doing this research is that you don't much like if you're researching science or, or an article, you don't want a single source. So if you say, well, I want a culture where the people, the, the women are, are socially repressed mm-hmm. because it is easier to write because it mirrors what I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't want to just look, you know, if you model it just on the way Europe socially mm-hmm. oppresses women, um, or just on the way India or mm-hmm. Africa, that you will wind up with something that is um, that is a knockoff that you are culturally appropriating. What you want to mm-hmm. do instead is look at the patterns of behavior. And those patterns of behavior are things that you can then weave into your own world. So this is, we're still talking about fairly broad strokes in research. Mm-hmm. 
on the other hand, if I'm sitting down and I'm deciding that I want to do something that is actually set in one of those places, I would need to do much deeper research. Right. Um, the thing is, you can never get it all done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's a very easy hack, so to speak. Um, and this is to find experts that can read your book and tell you what you're doing wrong. <laughs> um, and so my suggestion is, for world-building purposes in particular, make sure that you find a few experts, particularly if you're doing something that theoretically mm -hmm. someone could read your book and be like, wow, they did that wrong. Whether it be something like how we're dealing with uh, race relations or something even um, simpler, like when I was doing Way of Kings, I needed one of my characters to know field medicine. Well, the field medicine, this was a big part of his life, a big part of the world, how they went about doing medicine in, on the battlefield. It's a nice cultural thing to the world, and so I wanted to include it. But I don't know anything about that. So I actually went and um, got a doctor to yeah. read the book. Yeah, yeah in, in uh, academia, this is referred to as primary sources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You never do a research paper that only has secondary sources, you know, people talking about stuff that they've heard about. No, you right. go straight to the people who know about it yeah. and talk to them. But again, with the, with the yeah. medicine, if, if you had based your field medicine only on, mm. on, on, the, on, on an army medic, right, um, and that's going to wind up being very different than if you looked at field medicine in Rome and okay, field medicine yeah. in yeah. Japan mm -hmm. and field medicine in, in, you know, in the army and then went to your doctor and said, does this play? Right. Because if, if, you, if your doctor is saying, this is how field medicine is done, you're regurgitating something that already exists. Yeah. And I, sometimes you want that, but if you're creating from whole cloth, sometimes you don't. Uh, when I did uh, Mind Over Matter for Privateer Press, uh, I was writing a, uh, a, an Iron Kingdoms, uh, that's their setting. Their setting, which is, call it full metal fantasy. It's like steampunk, only without the Europe. Uh, I was writing a medic. And... I asked the creators, well, you know, what technology is available? And I realized that there was a portion of the iceberg that they hadn't actually defined. And so I had to go and start researching uh, 19th century medicine. And one of the things that I found was that coal tar was used as an antiseptic. And I pitched that to the creators and said, hey, I found this stuff called coal tar, which is a mild acid. And guess what? Comes from coal and is called coal tar. Can we use this? And they said, oh, my goodness, you, that word is perfect. We want that chemical everywhere. And so that piece of research uh, became really important. And I mean, the lesson I learned was that, wow, you research a thing, and suddenly you, have, you don't just have the answer. You have something that informs the whole story. See, and the that... second is that sometimes the person who you expect to be the expert mm. on this universe doesn't know anything See, now I want to hear a story about Coltar the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Coltar the Barbarian Battlefield Medic. Yes. Um, this this is, goes back to what I was saying earlier about how they, they inform each other. Your world building and your story are constantly playing off of each other. And as you research something, you go, oh, that's so cool. My character would love this or my character would hate this. And that will change the way that I write the story because the world has changed. Mm -hmm. that, that antiseptic is acidic, and it became something that got splashed in somebody's yeah. face yeah. If, because I now knew I had a weapon. If you had found a different kind of antiseptic that was not interesting and did not suggest anything cool about the world or the people using it, yeah, we wouldn't, wouldn't even be hearing it. about it now. No. Yeah. 
One of the things that we're pointing out is the way that all of these things are interrelated. I'm going to give you two questions to use as, as a tool for deciding these things. Um, one is you've, you've, got, you know, you've got something like coal tar. So that's your idea. What you, the two th questions are, why is it like this? And then what is the effect? So like, if I say, you know, oh, I've got glamour and I can, uh, I can cause light. Okay, well, why then, you know, why, why can I cause light? Well, because of this. And what is the effect? Well, if you can cause light, then no one would have invented candles. Maybe I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but you can look at, nothing exists in a vacuum. Every part of a culture, a world, affects every other part. The butterfly effect. So that's why it's, it, remember that your world building goes in two directions. It's oh, the yes. past and then the, the effect that it will happen. You know, there is so much to talk about world building. There's no way we can fit into a 15-minute episode. Or even a 20-minute episode, which is as one has already become. <laughs> um, that's why we have all these archives of previous episodes. And you will find a lot of world building. We'll link some of our favorites um, in the liner notes. Um, for this one, but we, we talk about specifics, how to world build different types. This, we were trying to get you to think about your world building, and as Dan said, let your story drive it. Let the conflicts of the characters drive where you're going to spend your time. From there, you can do all these other things we talk about, how to extrapolate and things like this. Um, we're going to give you some homework, and your homework is going to relate to your world building. Uh, what I want you to do this week is I'm going to want you to pick your thing, your gee whiz, um, as we mentioned. Whatever it is, it could be your magic system, it could be you know, some element of the, the, the weather or whatever, something cool from your world. And I want you to describe it in 150 words, so very shortly, from 10 different perspectives. Now your goal here is to have 10 very different people describe or interact with this thing. Interaction is better because they're moving. So that can be from 10 different cultures, or you can include socio socioeconomic levels, pick people from different socioeconomic levels, or um, different ability levels. In fact, mix all of those together to come up with who's going to interact with this thing, whatever it is, and do it in 150 words 10 times. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.